Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Worst Take. James Storen and Cole Kim, your hosts, as always. And we've got another Make It or Break It special coming on. Today, we are going to be talking about former number one draft pick and current Lions quarterback, Jared Goff. Cole, is Jared Goff going to make it or break it this year? I mean, I think everybody knows that Jared Goff is a stopgap quarterback. He's not going to be a top 10 guy. I think that he's going to be at best a fringe top 10 and at worst a top 15 guy. But that doesn't mean he's going to break it. I still think he's a very good quarterback. I don't think he's elite. He's not, you know, better for the guy that they traded for. He's not better than Matthew Stafford. And I think Matthew Stafford is a top five quarterback different discussion but I think Jared Goff is still a very very good quarterback he's got a strong arm he's accurate and while we all admit we all know that he's not the fastest processor you know he always he sticks onto his first read and without a genius like Sean McKay of McVay calling his plays he's not the best quarterback in the loop but he's still very very good he still has the talent to make things work. And, you know, with TJ Hawkinson, with DJ Chark, with a good defense, a good offensive line, a decent offensive line of like Penny Sewell right there. I think that the Lions, you know, we all admit, everyone knows that Lions are a poverty franchise. You know, they're one of those franchises that no matter how stacked the talent is, they're doomed to fail. But, but I don't think that they're going to be the worst team in the NFC North this year. I think the Bears are going to be a lot worse than the Lions this year, for example. I think the Lions could give even the Vikings a run for their money. So I have Jared Goff. He's not going to go for probably 4,000 yards. But, hey, it was only two years ago that he went for 3,952. The year before that, 4,638 yards. He has some trouble in the end zone. But I think that this year, you know, if all things go well, he could probably hit an easy 3,500, maybe even a 4,000 yards. If he's lucky, maybe 25 touchdowns. And he kept the interceptions under 10 last year. He kept it to eight. I think that this can happen this year as long as Dan Campbell is not calling the plays and just motivating the locker room. Yeah, I mean, Dan Campbell is to me what Matt Nagy was to the Bears, right? A great presence in terms of team culture, but not the guy you want running your offense or calling your plays. I mean, Dan Campbell is, he's more of a defensive guy for sure. Um, But I mean, let's go back a little bit to a year ago, right? You had Goff, who was a very reliable quarterback for the Rams, right? Let's not act like the Rams weren't a competitive team under Jared Goff, right? They went to the Super, they went to the playoffs three out of four seasons. They went to the Super Bowl one season. Goff has three playoff wins under his belt, which is a lot more than a lot of good quarterbacks in the NFL can say I mean Dak Prescott has one Carson Wentz doesn't have any you know his two uh his two rivals in the draft so golf got a really bad deal right I mean he went from being in on a Super Bowl contending team to LA to trade it to Detroit who is a poverty franchise and we saw with Matthew Stafford that you know changing your teams can mean a lot right I mean Stafford went from being the one guy who we thought had some talent but could never get it done with the Lions to he goes to a good team for one year and he wins the Super Bowl right so your uh your environment around you can really mean a lot 
And Goff went to not only a regular Lions team, right? You know, Lions most of the last decade were 5-11, and 6-10. and 10. He went to probably the worst Lions team team we've seen since, you know, 2008 when they didn't win a single game. I mean, they had very little talent. They had a new head coach, a new coaching system. He was set up to fail, right? I think there's no denying that at all. He obviously didn't perform great, but the Lions still ranked 20th in passing. They still were very competitive in a lot of the games that they lost. You know, we saw like week three against the Ravens, week, I think it was six or seven against the Vikings. They really had some heartbreaking losses that they absolutely did not deserve. And I think Jared Goff performed pretty admirably for the tools that were given around him. Now, that being said, he is, he really is in a make it or break a year of his contract. I don't think we'd be having this conversation if he had signed a four-year deal, right? because that would have shown the Lions were committed to him for another couple of years. But this is the last, you know, guaranteed year of his deal, and the Lions are going to have to be paying him big money if they want to keep him around for year three. That being said, again, I really think that Goff can be the answer for the Lions franchise here, Um, especially if he can regain the form that we saw in 2017-2018, when, in my opinion, he was 100% a top 10 quarterback, maybe even top six or seven. You know, uh, the 2018 Rams were 13 and three. The 2017 Rams went from four and 12 to 11 and five. The 2020 Rams upset the Seattle Seahawks, their division rivals in the playoffs. So, and all, all of that was helmed by Jared Goff. Uh, I think Goff really is one of the most disrespected quarterbacks in this league. And yeah, I I agree with you, Cole. I think he is 100% going to make it. I think he's the guy for Detroit going forward. I would even go further than you. I don't even think he's a stopgap. I think he's, he could be the future of the Detroit Lions. Well, I don't think the Detroit Lions have a future. So, I mean, I think that, you know, you could put Patrick Mahomes in that position and they wouldn't have much of a future. So that's probably where I would disagree with you. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of what I say, you say I'm agreeing with. I think that, honestly speaking, Campbell is probably not a right good fit for Jared Goff. Jared Goff probably been, benefits a lot from the, you know, play action. He yeah. benefits from a decent running game and also, you know, having a lot of protection when making his passes. But um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that they got rid of Anthony Lynn and they got a new offensive coordinator. So mm-hmm. hopefully that Jared Goff could, you know, he could re- he has some weapons, DJ Chark, TG Hawkinson. He has a semblance of an offensive line this time around. DeAndre so, too is, is developing, I think, in the run. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that, you know, I'm not going to say that he's going to be a superstar. I don't think any of both of us are saying that, but there's a chance that, you know, he can prove himself to put up some numbers that, you know, makes teams, you know, start looking at him and go like, hmm, he might be, you know, a starting quarterback for our team. And we might actually be pretty good because he was, a, like you said, a, he made a Super Bowl. He made the playoffs three, four times. So he's clearly a playoff caliber quarterback. There's no denying that. He's a Super Bowl making quarterback. So, I think that as long as he has a right offense coordinator and a right offensive system and good pieces around him, he's going to probably make it. And I think that Detroit, they drafted well this year. I think they'll do pretty good. I have a question for you. 
the NFC is undoubtedly weaker than the AFC. Um, and I think once you get to that six and seven spot in the in the playoffs, you've got a lot of teams that could potentially be there. Do the Lions have a shot at making the playoffs this year? Uh, that's tough to say. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, I mean, I think they're better than the Bears. Sorry, James. But um, I don't know if they're better than the Vikings. So it will be tough for them to make third in their division. And that's a stretch because, you know, I, there, there's also, I mean, I agree the NFC is weaker, but we still have, you know, teams like the Saints. We know that Jameis Winston is going to be coming back. You know, although the Cowboys might win the East, there's still the Eagles, right? I think that there's still a lot of teams, you know, obviously, you know, the, the 49ers might be competing. The Cardinals might be competing. I think that they have a small shot, but I think this year, they even if they have a shot, that's not their goal. Their goal is we're in the rebuilding process. We did good draft this, drafting this year. We need to develop this talent, and it doesn't matter if we win or lose. We want to make sure our talent is on the field and we can see our talent on the field. Now, the year after this, after they finish their drafting, that's the year that we should be really looking at for the Lions. Yeah, I mean, I think 100% uh, the Lions will be better than the Commanders, Seahawks, Panthers, and Falcons. I think they have a shot of being better than the Bears, the Eagles. Uh, obviously, they'll be better than the Giants, too. I forgot about them because the Giants are just that pathetic. Um, <laughs> But they'll, I think they have a shot of being better than the Bears, uh, the Eagles, the 49ers, even the Cardinals, obviously not on paper, but as we've seen the last couple of years, and we saw last year, the Lions own the Cardinals for whatever reason. Um, we saw with that 30-12 to 12 game. Um, and, you know, the Lions play very competitively against their divisional opponents, right? They beat the Packers uh, in week 18 last year. Um, they also beat the Vikings once and they almost swept the Vikings too. So, so yeah, I think, and you know, they were very close to beating the bears, especially in their Thanksgiving game. Yeah. So, yeah, so absolutely. I think the lions, I think their ceiling, I would dare say is like a nine win team. I, I think I could, uh, that's pretty tough to say. I don't in the AFC, no chance, but in the N in a week NFC, I think we'll see a lot by week one. Week one, they play Philadelphia at home. Uh, last year, they had the same thing, middle of the season. I thought that was a very winnable game for them. They dropped the ball and lost 44-6, to six, right? You know, they were very inconsistent last year. Um, I think if they, if they can play a competitive game and manage to beat the Eagles in week one, I think that could set a really strong tone for them. But I, I think going back to Jared Goff, I kind of agree with you. As long as he puts together a decent season and we see improvement from last year with their record and their competitiveness, I see no reason why the Lions shouldn't keep him on, right? If you're in year two of a rebuild uh, and you're improving and next year of the rebuild is year three, why are you taking out the guy who's been there at your most important position, right? I mean, getting a new QB can, if it doesn't work out, can really put you back in square one. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I have to say, but I a hundred percent think that Jared Goff is going to make it. I think he's going to put himself back on the map. 